Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. So I'm your pastor, right? And because I'm a teacher, we're expecting participation, so you're not going to be quiet. You're going to be expecting, and you're going to be, and we're so blessed by her. The last thing I'll say before I introduce her, last time she was here, God used her in a mighty way. And you know what? That even in this week, we have been hearing testimonies of words that you spoke over people, miracles that happened as you prayed over people, and those things have come to pass and are coming to pass. So if you're here for the first time, we welcome you. If you were here last time, welcome back and ready, because God's going to speak today. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
bit. I came from the Dominican Republic. I landed on Friday, right? It's hot in the Dominican Republic. And I live in Punta Cana, which is even hotter. So when I landed here, that little breeze that you think, oh, it's just a little breeze for me, that's cold. And suddenly I started getting that itchy feeling in my throat. And I was like, uh-oh, that sounds like I'm gonna get a flu. And for you, that's nothing because you're from here. So that doesn't do anything from you. Oh, but that's the thing. That's why you get sick on her because you're not from her. That's why you get all those problems on her because you're not from here. So if you want things to change, you need to declare your birthright right now. Today, he signed 
Praise the Lord. We're going to read the Bible. I am so blessed to be here. Please, a round of a clap for your pastors. Please. I honor you. I honor you, Pastor Mark. I feel like I'm at home. Seriously. I am staying at their house and it's I feel like a princess. I'm spoiled. Yes. We are blessed to be here, and I feel so happy to be here with also Pastor Francisco, Pastor Avanessa. How many of you blessed him as well? We honor them. Everybody that's serving in the in media, everybody, can we please honor them too? Because Sometimes they, they have to stop from receiving just so that they can serve, and we need to honor that, okay? Let's go to the Bible. We're going to read from the New King's Version in Joshua chapter 10. You know, um, this, this message was a dilemma because I had prepared something, but this morning at 1 o'clock in the morning, God changed my message. So you're about to receive what God gave me a few hours back. So I haven't slept much. The Holy Spirit let me sleep around four. So I slept for about three hours. But it's okay. We're used to this. And I hope and I pray that you will take this word and make it yours. Amen. So says the word of the Lord in Jesus' name. Now it came to pass when Adonisedek, king of Jerusalem, heard how Joshua had taken I and utterly destroyed it, as he had done to Jericho and its king. So he had done to I and its king. And how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were among them that they feared greatly because Gibeon was a great city, like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than I, and all its men were mighty. Therefore, Adoni Sedek, king of Jerusalem, said to Hohem, king of Ebron, Param, king of Jarmuth, Chaphia, king of Lachish, and the beard king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me, that we may attack Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the children of Israel. Therefore, the five kings, how many were them? Five. How many were they? Five. Of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Aram, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon, gathered together and went up, they and all their armies, and camped before Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent to Joshua at the camp at Gilgad, saying, Do not forsake your servants. Come up to us quickly. Save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the mountains have gathered together against us. 
So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war. Oh my God, did you read that? He and all the people of war. I want to know in this church, where are the people of war? No, 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 you're not here. You're not here. I'm leaving this place. I'm dropping this place. Where are the people of war?
these five kings, what did they do? Had fled and hidden themselves in a cave at Machaerah. And it was told Joshua, saying, The five kings have been found hidden in the cave at Machaerah. So Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and set men by it to guard them. And do not stay here. Can you tell someone, Don't stay still? You have to continue fighting. It is not time to stop, but it's time to come and pick up and go. Pick up and go. Pick up and go. Pursue your enemies and attack their rear guard. Do not allow them to enter their cities, for the Lord your God has delivered them into your hands. Verse 20. Then it happened while Joshua and the children of Israel met an end of slaying them with a very great slaughter till they had finished that those who escaped entered fortified cities and all the people returned to the camp to Joshua and Machadea in peace with me in peace. No one moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel. Oh, you're not reading this. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave and bring out those five kings to me from the cave. And they did so and brought out those five kings to him from the cave. The king of Jerusalem, the king of Ebron, the king of Jermuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. So it was when they brought out those kings to Joshua that Joshua called for the man of Israel and said to the captains of the man of war who went with him, come near, put your feet on. You're not here. You're not. I need you to lift up your feet. Come on. Put your feet. Oh, somebody needs to start lifting up their feet. Put your feet. Come on. Come on. Put your feet up. Put your feet on their necks. You're not listening. He said, put your feet on their necks. Oh, you say, you know, it sounds a little bit, oh, that's so cliche. The devil is under our feet. But guess what? It's not a catchy phrase. It's reality. God said to lift up our feet, to put it up on their necks. Then Joshua said to them, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage, for those the Lord will do to all your enemies who you fight. Come on, praise God for this word. Come on, praise God for this word. Come on, church, you're not ready for this. This is too much. 
when God started giving me this scripture, I was like all over the place. I have to confess. I was like, this scripture is way too long. Those who know me and know my style of preaching, I like short verses and I like to go to the point. I like to be short because the Dutch have a saying. I'm a Dutch citizen. I was brought up in Holland. So in, in Holland, they teach us that you need to be short and powerful. The saying in Dutch is kort and krachtig. Yeah, I know, it's, it's weird. But that's how you say it. Short and powerful. So that's my way of preaching. I like to keep it short and make sure it's powerful. But when God was giving me this scripture, I was like, where are you taking me with this? This is way too long. And he said, wait, well, hey, you're not going to preach to any people. You're preaching the city reach. And guess what? They're celebrating their five-year Cloud of fire in the night to keep me warm. 
oh, and the glory of God as a cloud during the day to shield me from the heat of the desert. All I remember is God stripping away the clothes I used to wear as a slave. All I remember is God taking away all those idols I had in my heart. All I remember is God cleaning me from the inside out. Just by walking. And it wasn't only walking. It was walking. 
these walls and walking around the city, the walls started to tremble. And now, they don't understand how you were able to achieve in just five years what have cost them so many years to achieve. They don't understand how is it that you're still standing in the midst of everything that is going on. They don't understand how is it that the church is still growing when all the other churches are being left empty. Hello, am I preaching to the right public here? I'm saying the walls came down. The walls And now, God has called you to conquer Jerusalem. You know, when God gave me this word, I was very skeptical about it. As I said, I don't like long verses. But in the office, while I was getting ready to come out here, I read a word, you put it like on a clipboard or something, it says, 2018, whatever it takes. And that is the vision of this church. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Oh, let me tell you something. If you are here, if you are sitting here, and you don't have that feeling, you're in the wrong church. Because in this church, we are going for everything. something this morning 
that I didn't fully understand until he started revealing it to me. He said, it's your five year anniversary, but you have to tell them that after they conquer this milestone, that the five kings will rise against them. You remember their names? Let's go to the Bible, come on. Remember their names? The first one is called Adoni Sedek. He is the one that called the other kings. He's the one shaken because he's the king of Jerusalem. And he called, who else? Are you here? Which other king did he call? Ohem, king of Imran. Piram, king of Jarbut. Yafia, king of Lachish. And the beer, king of Eglon. When I saw when I saw these five kings, I was like, who are they? I've read the Bible a few times, and I've never really stopped to consider this story. But this morning, God said, wait a minute. Read between the lines. And I went to look for the, the meaning of their names. Oh, you're not ready for this. This revelation kept me up all night. I hope you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? Take notes. Number one, Adoni Sadek. His name is Lord of Righteousness. And he is King of Jerusalem. The name Jerusalem means the city of peace or the city of righteousness. It is also known as the holy city. We have the second king. His name is Ohem. You know what that name means? Ask me like you want to know. His name means affliction towards them. You're not ready for this. Affliction towards them. <laughs> and he was king of Ebron. And the name Ebron means the place of alliance, the place of covenant, the place of friendship. Oh, you're not ready for this? What was the name of the third king? Pyram. It means savage or wild, savage. It means uh, violent. Oh, you're not ready for this. And he was king of what? Charmuth. And it means high place. Oh, you know, Charmuth was actually the place that was assigned to the Levites. <laughs> the tribe that was in charge of the service of God, of the priesthood. Oh, you're not ready for this. Give me the fourth one. What's his name? Jaffia. It means he who shine or the splendid one. <laughs> and he was king of Lachish. And you know what that means? 
That fish means she who walks. <laughs> You're like, where is she getting at with all this? Trust me, I had this question this morning. Who's the fifth? The bear. Hmm. The bear means oracle or what lays behind. <laughs> and he was king of what? Eglon. And Eglon means baby female cow. You're like, where is she getting with all of this? I had the same questions. But when God gave me this, he told me, I'm about to blow your mind. And I was like, how are you going to do that? He told me, I want you to go to the history of Philadelphia. Are you here? I want you to go to the uh, to the history of Philadelphia, and I want you to start reading. Trust me, I, I stayed up all night reading. And he told me, those five kings live at Philadelphia. And their kingdoms is what belongs to Philadelphia. They are birthright. But they are holding it captive so that you and me cannot take ownership over it. Am I here? I said Jerusalem, meaning the city of righteousness. Philadelphia is not supposed to be one of the cities where more violence. It's supposed to be a city of righteousness. But the Oh, Roland says, I don't want no brotherly love there. 
Are you here? I told you God was about to blow your mind. Yes, Lord. What other kingdom belongs to Philly? Come on, you're reading the Bible. Come on. What other kingdom belongs to the city? Come on. Child. It means high place. God told me, you know something? Did you know that Philadelphia is the biggest city in the United States of America? Uh, some of you didn't know that. You know that this city is actually growing yearly. The income is rising yearly. Did you know that it is considered one of the most important cities of the United States? God told me, but the devil don't want people to know that. They want you to think you're poor. They want you to think you're miserable. They want you to think you're not going nowhere. They want you to think you're stuck. Because who's the king of Dharmas? Are you are you reading with me? What's his name? Pyron. His name is Wild or Violence. This city is wealthy. Did you know that? I did the research last night. It holds five one thousand million forge company. Did you know that? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But what are you saying? Fortune 500. Yeah, they have five of those here. Did you know that? And they want you to think you're poor. And they want you to think you're miserable. And they want you to think you are not going nowhere. You know why? Because Pyram violence is dominating. And they want everybody to neglect you and say, oh, violence is reigning there. Yes, he's the king. But we're going to lift up our foot. And we're going to put it out there. Are you here with me? Yeah. I'm about to finish. What's another kingdom that belongs to this city? Lakish. You know what it means? She who walks. Did you know that this city was the first city to have a medical school? Did you know how many first were established here in Philadelphia? Do your research, okay? And when I went reading, I realized every day this city is growing in new development, new idea, new commercials, new advertisements, new idea. Everything is growing. And God told me Philadelphia is walking and she's moving forward. And people that had nothing will start having businesses. This will start growing. But you know what? We have to control the king. What's the name of the king? I'm lackish. What is his name? What's in the meaning of Jaffia? He who shines. You know what God told me? Because I didn't understand that one. He told me, this city is so wealthy, but only a few 
a selected group of the famous and the rich are benefiting from it. Oh, and they're shining. They're on the front covers. And everybody knows them. But God says, no more. We are going to end with Yahya. We are going to lift our feet. We are going to put it on their necks. We are going to end with those that want to outshine you and say you're not going nowhere. You're not walking anywhere. You're not, you're not advancing anywhere. But guess what? We are going to walk. We're going to advance. We're going to move. If you had faith, you would have jumped up. <laughs> I said there are billionaires here, but you don't know it yet. Huh? But we have to get rid of Yafia first, because he wants to outshine you. Say, no more. No more. We're going to lift our feet. We're going to put it on their necks. And we're going to end with their dominion. We're going to end with their kingdom. We're going to end with what they're still. What they started, we're going to end it in Jesus' name. The last one. No, sorry. What's another kingdom that belongs to Philadelphia? Eglon. It means, this is the last one, baby female cow. This one really confused me, trust me. It's like, uh-huh, what does it mean? Did you know that the cow is the meat that the American most eat? Did you know that? American love red meat. And I was like, what does this mean? It's a baby cow that told me that from Philly, from this city, other parts of the world will be fed because Philadelphia is the future. A baby cow meaning there will be no shortage of food. There will be an abundance so that you can bless others. You're not here. But it's the king that's holding him captive. His name is the bead and his name means oracle. Mm. It means that what lies behind. There's a lot of witchcraft going on around here. Did you know that? Did you know that? Oh, what are we gonna do? Oh, you should be knowing that by now. We're gonna lift our feet. Oh, come on, come on. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What?
Come on, clap to God if you may do it. afford to stop. Five years, great. Amazing, but you cannot afford to get comfortable. You heard the five kings. Five years, five kings. They are holding hostage what belongs to you. The wealth, the food, the knowledge, the high places, they're, they're holding you captive. But today, what are we going to do? Oh, you should be saying it right now. What are we going to do? We're going to lift our feet. We're going to put it on their necks. And we're going to end their dominion. Come on, church, give God a hand applause. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.